Okay, okay. So we have no James today. It's just me and you. Yes. You? I'm doing good. Good, good. How are good. you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, we're gonna do like James does, and we're gonna get started and by playing our um a little video clip and um from there we will hop back on and and, and get started as we normally do. What is up? What is up? What is up? Everyone, everyone, everyone. It is another day, another time, and another week for Will Talk Monday. Jessica. Let's do it. Let's do this. So as always, we are going to start off in prayer and then we'll get into um, our topic for the day and let um, Jessica introduce herself as well. Okay, let's bow our heads. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you for allowing us to be here to see another day. Father God, thank you for this platform that James has made available for us to be able to share our knowledge, our experience, our wisdom, our beliefs. Father God, I ask that anything that we may say today will be received with love and grace, Father God, and that um, we will continue to be present for those that, that need us, to Heavenly Father, and those that may not feel that they need us. Dear Lord, I ask that you will protect us, our children, our families and friends, Keep them safe and in your um, and in your will, Father God. We thank you today and always for all the many blessings that you will continue to bestow upon us. And in your son Jesus' name, we pray always and forever. Amen. Amen. Okay, so today is part two of um, Single Moms Raising Teen Girls. Um, the last time we had another um, young lady on with us, um, Dr. Kelly, um, but today it must just going to be Jessica and I. So we are going to wing this. We have two teenage daughters that are the same age um, and life experiences. So um, Jessica, if you would like to introduce yourself and then we will get started. Sure. I am Jessica Renee. I am out of Bowling Green, Kentucky. I am a licensed mental health therapist. Um, I... Let's see <laughs> what else what else can i tell you about me uh again i'm a mother of a teen um I don't, yeah i'm just going through out through going through life and figuring things out one step at a time there's no parenting book there's no uh you know there's no therapist book and so i'm just learning how to do things in the design that God has created me in and make it work for me, make it functional, right? That's right. that's what I'm trying to do, make it that's functional. Right. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit about me. Um, yeah. 
Okay, happy okay. to be here as always. Happy to have this conversation. Glad happy you to have some long chat time. For sure, <laughs> exactly. For sure, yeah, we definitely need our own village at times. For sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and and it's always good to um, know that we're not you're not going through these experiences by yourself. You know, it's always good to know that. Um, hey, Shakira. Hey, Elizabeth. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Um, so, yes. So I went back through and watched the video to see how many questions we got through the last time. Girl, we only got through the first three questions. You know yes, what we're talking, did. okay? Um, and so from those questions, I kind of pulled out a few questions um, out of that. So I'm going to kind of start with those questions and... Um, and then we can just go from there. We can just go. And from can there. I say, y'all, we had like 10 questions. It's so uh, we only yeah. got two, three. Three, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It was so many. It was so many. Um, so that lets you know conversation was good. And, and you can go yeah. through, go to um, so many other levels just from one, one question for sure. Yeah. Um, okay. So. So just from the last video, when I was going back through and watching it, something that. Um, I pulled out is I can't remember what question we were we were on, but um, I wanted to know if you can see some of your ways in your daughter, and if so, what are some of the ones that you're comfortable sharing? Uh, oh, definitely. I I mean, one we're both quirky. Um, you know, we're like when we get we have to get comfortable around people, I, and that's another trait I think of hers too is. Um, we're kind of laid back, but once you get to know us, like you see our quirky side and you see like, <laughs> like you know, I wouldn't say we're odd. We're just quirky. We're quirky right, people. Right, um, right. You know, we're the ones that'll just bust out in song or, you know, do a little dance here and there. Right, you know? right. and we, we keep life interesting. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. You know, I grew up as a single child. And so. I think mm -hmm. that's why she kind of gets that from me because I had mm -hmm. to entertain myself growing up. Mm -hmm. And so, so that looks different than those who have siblings. Right. Um, so that's why I just say she, we're a little quirky. Um, mm -hmm. I will say she gets my, I think she got her laid backness for both me and her dad, but mm -hmm. um, pretty laid back. Um, we both love music. Um we're both pretty, we're, we're introverted, but we're both outgoing too. Like, mm -hmm, again, that's mm -hmm. again, that comes with once we get warmed up with people and um, we can definitely, you know, mm -hmm, become mm -hmm. more outgoing. Okay. Um, yeah. 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 And then the glasses. We, all, we both wear glasses. We, all, we both got bad eyes made. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so for me, I think that, um, so yes, of course, um, this, this, the strength is a thing, um, which can be, um, um, a tornado sometimes coming through the house. <laughs> um, so definitely the strength, um, the, um, um, big heart also, she has it cause she definitely loves her friends um, greatly and, you know, spending time with her friends. Um, I'm not an only child, but I'm the only girl. Um, yeah. So because of that, I always wanted girlfriends around, you know, whenever we traveled, mm -hmm. whenever we did something, I wanted to always bring a friend with me because I always wanted a sister. And the same way with her. It's always been like that with her as well, which, which is fine. I, I get it. Um, 
um, when she really wants something, that determination comes out. Um, and as far as the, so I think the heart and the strength, determination when she really is determined, when she finds something she really wants or like, that determination comes out. Um, and I, unfortunately, being impatient, um, she, she gets that honest, actually, and I've gotten better. So I, mm -hmm. I'm hoping that kind of pours out to her sooner than later. Um, yeah. So I, I think that's it. I think that's it. Um, together, we are very funny. We do have a good time together, um, cutting up, her teaching me how to dance and new dances. And just, I think it was yesterday, because uh, typically if she teaches me a dance, she expects, she's been practicing for days and she expects me to just get it. Like, girl, what? Like, nobody does that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not fair, you know? So there was a dance that was so simple that she couldn't get. And, you know, I just had on not enough clothes. And she's like, just try. So I'm like trying to cover myself up and doing this dance, right? I'm like, yeah. girl, I can do it. She was like, hey, how can you do that one? Because it's easy. Why can't you right. do it? It's three steps. I ain't got the coordination, right? So it's just kind of little things like that. We definitely um, love doing that. And we enjoy going to movies together, too. So, um you know, there's there's things that I see in her. Some, you know, sometimes when people are talking to her, her demeanor, or sometimes her expression. So things like that, I definitely, uh, I definitely see some of my ways in her. Um, yeah. I, I would be interested to know what like her father or other people see, um, because I definitely see him in yeah. her in certain ways, right? And uh, I'd be like, girl, that's your daddy. That's something your daddy say. That's something your daddy. That basically, you know. So, you know, it's kind of, and it's different too, because she's never lived in the house with him. So for, to yes. be able to, you know, still see some of his ways come out, you know, you wouldn't yeah. think that, but you know, it does, it does for sure. Yeah. It does. In the jeans. <laughs> um, so, um, so yes, uh, Bethany, are you on? If so, can you unmute and show your face and, um, uh, introduce yourself, please. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, how good. are you? Good, good, good. Um, I'm Bethany, and um, yeah, like I don't know what you want me. To how was your child? Well, let me switch. Just, let me just um, tell about. Okay. Just tell how your your daughter is and um, what you do for work. If that's something you want to share. Yeah. Um, all right, so I have a 15-year-old daughter. She will be 16 the end of the month. Time flies. For sure. Um, <laughs> um, and we are learning how to drive after her brake heals. Um, <laughs> that kind of interrupted things. Mm -hmm. She's doing great. So now we got to wait six weeks to see what this is going to look like. Mm -hmm. um, and I work for a nonprofit called Corner to Corner. I run an after-school program um, called Script to Screen. And so I'm the program director of that after-school program. I work with middle school students. Um, and we it's a literacy program that uh, empowers students' creativity through making movies. Okay. So that's what I do. Nice, mm -hmm. nice, nice. Thank you for sharing. Um, the question that we just posed was, um, 
do you see some of your ways in your in your daughter and if so what are they oh yes child um i do um so she's very dramatic <laughs> um and uh she she does have like a bubbly personality though like mm -hmm. she's very dramatic she has a very bubbly personality um I do. I see, but then it's like I see. I see some of that, a lot of that in me, uh, in her. That's from me. Um, and then I see a lot of just like her. Like I see her dad, but then it's like these like unique moments when it's like that's neither one of us. Mm -hmm. And I think it's like the most amazing thing to see because it's like man, like this is like your kid who um, has their own um, personality which you know just kind of like you know lets you know that their you know journey and, and their um their their time spent on this earth is completely different from yours but so purposeful mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. and so but yeah she definitely has a lot of different traits like me um i'm trying to think she's an athlete mm -hmm. and um she got that from me <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> and so um i do it and and what's so funny about that is because she is an athlete she did get that from me but her um like her motivation as an athlete she also got that from me mm -hmm. and so it it's like pulling teeth a lot of times and mm -hmm. i'm just like man good God, you making this hard because mm -hmm. like you see so much of this like potential in them, and mm -hmm. it's like man, you don't even know mm -hmm. like how much you could dominate and what you mm -hmm. do. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's just like this. There's this lack of like motivation in it, and one of the things that I'm learning from her though is because like so she plays soccer, and as much as she loves soccer. Um, it does not compare into how much she loves art because she's also an artist. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. my energy spent on like, are you making sure that you did this? And are you doing that when it comes to soccer? Like, I don't have to put that much energy into art. And so one of the things that I'm learning is that it's okay to, you know, recognize that she's an athlete, recognize that she is great at what she does. But like, this is actually not like this is something that like she does because it's fun this is something that she does because mm -hmm. um because you know she has friends but like i don't i think this is just a part of her journey mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's it kind of sounds like it's what it's what she does but art is who she is exactly yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so i'm having to learn it was different for me because mm -hmm. like i you know, I learned that I could run. I learned that I was fast. And that was like my thing because mm -hmm. I never really felt like, you know, I was really that I wasn't really good at anything. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. She's smart. She does. She makes really good grades, um, which is also like completely different for me. So I was mm -hmm. able to run track and I was like, yes, this is it. I got this. You know, um, like I, nobody can tell me anything about this. Nobody can like, you know, all of those things like that's where like my confidence came from. And so, like, I have to understand that that was for me. That's not for her. That's right. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. and, and, 
I, I think a lot of times as parents, uh, both men and moms and dads, we have to realize that um, their journey is their journey, right? They, they, mm-hmm. You're going to see a glimpse of yourself in them, but not for us to force or make, right? So since Ava's been a small, there's been a few rules. Um, you have to do good in school. You have to play one sport, whether you go to college and do it or not. You have to be one play one sport because I wanted her to have, especially being the only child, the team building, the physical activity, because it just lets off different types of endorphins. And um, you you have to go to church <laughs> as long as you're mm-hmm. in my house, right? You you have to. So those are the three things that I've encouraged her to do um, to be a part. Um, to stay present and stay active. Um, and of course, any clubs that she wants to do, I'm welcome to do that. Um, but uh, she grew up, she's done everything. There's nothing that she has not done. She's stuck with softball, but now she truly, she's lost the love somewhere along the line. And now it's just, she's doing it just because, probably because she knows she has to in a way. <laughs> um, but, but she does enjoy it once it starts. It's just kind of leading up to the the season. It's just like, mom. Hey, stay active. Stay active. If I yeah. could trust that you go exercise with me every day, I might think about it, but you ain't. <laughs> and I'm not going to do that. You know, yeah. once the music is going, she's good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, okay. So, do you all feel that there is a difference between, and so we want to be mindful of the time and how we answer the questions, Bethany. Uh, last time <laughs> we were on here and we have like, 30 something questions, right? We only got through three questions. Oh my God. Literally last time, but which is okay, which is okay. But I just want everybody to be able to share, right? So I'm not going to like stop you or anything like that in the middle of your sentence. But it was just so funny because we had such good conversation that yep, yeah. you just, you know, so we're okay with that. But it's just kind of funny that we had all these questions and we only got through three the last time. <laughs> um, so feel free, but I, I do want everybody to be able to answer, um, answer the question. So my next question is, is there a difference between being stern and being mean? Yes. I'll say yes. Mm-hmm. For more. sure. Yeah. Oh, I guess. Oh, I think. You can't, well, yeah, I can being stern you. is, I think, like you said, it's setting the rules. Like, these are the boundaries. Like, we got to do this, this, and this, and everything else we can fluctuate around. But being mean is just kind of like, it's to me, it's like, in in a parenting, it's like if you're devaluing the person, like um, them, like you know, my daughter, I t- I did I tried to do the same thing. Tevis, like mm-hmm. go play a sport, you know, but mm-hmm. she's just not a sports person, mm-hmm. and I ha- I had to realize I'd be okay with that, you know. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so after a while, I was like, if I keep pushing her to make her feel like she has to do a sport, mm-hmm. that's gonna make her feel like I'm not good enough because mm-hmm. I don't want to do this or I'm not good at this, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So. To me, like pushing her was not, I don't, I wouldn't call it mean, but you know, it can get to the point where it is mean because it's kind of like devaluing because you're not doing what I want. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, and then of course, how you say things like sometimes you just say things mean, mm-hmm, you know, so mm-hmm. yeah, yep, I agree, I agree 100%. I think it's devaluing, um devaluing them albany's love language is words of affirmation so i have to be like very careful with Mm -hmm. like the words and stuff that i use Mm -hmm. um but like you know once upon a time you know as she was growing when she was little 
you know, I didn't really understand that, you know, and I wasn't mean, but I did like, I would kind of like fuss out of aggravation and that can be mean, you know, um, and it makes them, you know, it creates things inside of them. Um, mm-hmm. And so I had to, I had to learn how to be different. <laughs> <laughs> um and um learning what her love language was also like helped out a lot um but yeah i think that you know it's like saying mean words or i think i even think that like you know dismissing you know their feelings or dismissing like you know their challenge mm-hmm. um can be can be mean because mm-hmm. you know they're not being heard Mm-hmm. And so, but yeah, I definitely agree. I think there's a difference between stern and mean. I think, um, and something else that I learned is like being stern is like say exactly what you want them to do. Mm-hmm. What do you want her to do? Mm-hmm. Um, because the frustration comes from like, as these things need to be done, they're not getting done, but you mm-hmm. hadn't really, now you're just fussing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you're going mm-hmm. off because it hasn't gotten done, but you didn't mm-hmm. really clearly state like this needs to be done. This is when it needs to be done and all mm-hmm. of these different things. Like, so now you're just going off for it, you know, for no reason. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I think that when you're being stern, there needs to be like clear what to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I agree. Um, and I do too. I again being mean is just that, um, not being kind in your word choices, just saying whatever's the first thing to come out of your mouth. Um, the way you you're, you tell them or ask them to do something, um, uh, we're we're raising adults, right? We are they are children, teenagers that we want to be successful adults, right? So we want them to they learn how to treat people by how we treat them, and we fall short sometimes, and I know that I have fallen short, you know, um, quite a few times actually. But as she's grown and has found her own voice, and y'all have heard me say this quite a bit, we have we we have learned each other's boundaries, right? We mm-hmm. know each other's boundaries. And 85% we respect each other's boundaries as we're getting older. So, um, and then being stern is I've asked more than three times for you to take this garbage out. I don't want to have to ask again. This is your chore. This is your responsibility. I need you to do what you need to do, right? Um, And really practicing being proactive instead of reactive. I don't want to come in the house and start fussing because the the chores aren't done, right? I want to come in the house and greet you intentionally, although I see these dishes are still in the sink and you know you should have them washed. Um, Intentionally you know, acknowledging her that she's here. Cause even from the pandemic up to this point, when I get home, she meets me downstairs or she hollers to me from her room for me to come upstairs. Right. That's just what she does. Mm-hmm. So instead of walking steps, fussing about you ain't did this, did that. I'm tr- I try to have tunnel vision and just go acknowledge her, give her a kiss, love her, whatever she needs. Right. In that moment. So just mm-hmm. learning to be proactive instead of reactive is, um, something that we I've been really working on really, really hard um, because my mom was reactive. She was a reactive mom, you know, and unfortunately we pick up some of those things, right? But as you know, every child is different. A lot of things that mama may have to do with us, I, I don't have to do with Ava, you know? So I do, I definitely think there's a difference between being stern and being mean. Mm-hmm. Um, well, 
just yeah. to piggyback off what you were saying, I think a lot of that, again, because I, when I was younger, I, a lot of it has to do with your own self-regulation, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I have to regulate mm-hmm. myself, so mm-hmm. I am not reactive. Right. And, you know, like you said, um, it depends on how you grew up. So, mm-hmm. some, you know, sometimes people don't realize, they just think that's that's how I'm supposed to respond. Mm-hmm. But if mm-hmm. you, they may not realize that caused the dysregulation mm-hmm. in you. So now, like, when it happens, that's your right, right. defense or whatever. But I know when I was younger, like, She's a she was a strong-willed child, so she, <laughs> it was gotta be whatever. Like she wasn't gonna give, I wasn't gonna give. So mm-hmm. you know, I had to learn how to self-regulate because, and mm-hmm. I won't say I was. I, it took me a while to learn it and understand mm-hmm. why you do that mm-hmm. because, yeah. I mean, yeah, it is rough, yeah. especially when they're challenging you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, um, I, I tell people that are your children are your biz, biggest reality check. They are your biggest yes. reality check. Um, and I wish that I would have done some things differently when Ava was younger because Ava was not the aggressive kid. She was not the kid that really needed me to fuss, yell, or pop if I ever pop, right? She she really didn't need that. So that's a, a regret that I've had to forgive myself for and ask for forgiveness from her. Um, because she really, she wasn't. Now, the strength and aggression is now. Am I a part of probably that? I am. And I've had to admit that. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then her experiences that she's experienced, you know. But um, again, there's no book, right? We live yeah. and learn and trial and error. And when you got one kid, it's all on that one kid, okay? You ain't got the second and third one to try. Okay, this didn't work. You know, but even still, personalities are different. You know, me and my yeah. siblings, we all have different personalities. All of mm-hmm. us, you know. So um, so anyway, so yes. So yes, I agree. I agree. Um, thank you, ladies, for sharing. Is there a fine line between planting a seed versus telling them what to do? Or is it the same? I think I think there's a line because sometimes I think sometimes you have to learn how to just introduce an idea and then let them see where they're going to take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's a problem where I have because being a single parent, I was just always like, let me just do it. And so not realizing how if I don't let her figure things out mm-hmm. that, you know, like I see that now from we not letting her figure things out is that she waits for somebody to tell her how mm-hmm. to do it and you can't always do that so mm-hmm. like i i think that so did i stop that curiosity part because mm-hmm. you know i was just like let me just do it because mm-hmm. we gotta get this done and move on you know right. so. i hear it now i at first i had to think about it because i wasn't like really sure but um just the other day her school um sent sent an email out about some service program that they're looking to um, it, like um, they're looking to like introduce to like the high school students. And so um, they're wanting them to see how many kids would sign up to like go to Guatemala and do like a service project. And I'm like, Oh, well, let me look into it. I'm like, I feel like this will be cool. And so I find myself there are a lot of, I feel like there's a lot of things that I feel like they're, or opportunities out there that I don't think that like she she's going to initiate and be like hey I saw this and I want to do this 
Like she's just not going to do that. But I think that's the other part that she kind of gets from me. Um, so my mom was the type where she's like, you're going to do this. The only thing that she didn't say that about was track. And I went to her about track. But other than that, and, he, and what, what was funny, I went to her about track and she was like, no, you don't even like to be outside. <laughs> <laughs> but eventually she said, yeah. Um, but to go back to um, Albany, yeah, I think so. Like, so when I think about, at, at the, when, I, when you ask the question, I'm thinking about planting a seed and I'm sitting up here like, well, I don't know, like what kind of seeds are we planting? Like, what are we talking about versus like, you know, telling them what to do? And I guess it could be the same thing. I think it depends on like what it is. So like, for instance, with that trip that her school is talking about taking and even like an opportunity that, that I just saw like not too long ago when it came to um, wanting to get her to get involved in like this art thing. Like mm -hmm. I'm the one that bring a lot of those things up. She doesn't initiate it or go look for it or things like that. She loves what she does, but she it's it's almost like, I guess, instead of saying like what to do, it's like teaching them to navigate all of these different opportunities that's out there for them. Mm -hmm. um, I think now where I am is like, I think that is me planting the seed, but I am kind of wondering if, if I'm planting the seed or if I'm, if I am telling her what to do, because I feel like if the seed is planted, then like, I will start to see it. Like, see like she would initiate more conversation and research. Yeah. 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 So now I'm kind of like, well, I think with the art thing that you are, I think, I think sometimes it's okay to tell because like, now I went to a photo camp over the summer. She's been talked. She's been talking about it, mm -hmm. but you know, it's like it was just talk. But she, I know with her, if she consistently talks about something over yeah. time, she's really interested. Yeah. And so I, I had it. I had saw this in the newsletter, and I presented it to her like, "Hey, would you like to do this?" Mm -hmm. But I also know with my child, like she gets a little fear. Like I'm not. I've never done it, so I don't know if mm -hmm. I'm good. So I'm just not gonna do it. And so. I didn't tell her she was going to do it, but I was just like, hey, do you think you might want to do it? And if so, like, I'll put in for it. And if it if it goes through, it goes through. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And so, but she ended up really liking it and then wants, now wants to go back. So I think sometimes, like, introducing it, but then sometimes telling them, like, because if she already has an art bone and you know this is something that will advance her, she just may have a fear. And I think the kids this age if they don't feel like they can or feel like they're um gonna be good at it they just don't do it and so yeah. i think sometimes just telling them no you're gonna i've already paid you're doing it you know kind of thing I that. Yeah. yeah i don't think that's bad but i yeah, think okay. like if i say now you're gonna play a sport and i put her in it regardless mm -hmm. i think that is kind of like because she has no interest you know right that makes sense so. yeah that makes sense um, so, so yes, um, to what both of you guys are saying, I do feel like, um, I feel like, um, you know, to me, planting seeds are planting nuggets, you know, whether it's them affirming themselves, whether it's them talking about, you know, like I told Ava, what are three things that you want to make sure that you do this year? Cause these are things that we've been talking, I've been talking about for like three or four years. And now that she knows it's getting time close for college. It's real. And then her going to ACT camp this summer and then her going to the nursing camp this summer, her getting her braiding license this summer, you know, so it's so many things that mm. she's working on and she's doing 
but you've got to prepare and you've got to study. You've got to be aware and be knowledgeable, right? Mm -hmm. So um, the three things she said was um, be on time, take notes, and study, right? Because you're not going to be able to just go in on an ACT and think you're going to get this high score and not. And she's seen that when she took, you know, she's been taking the ACT prep, but it's been online. But I did not really ask. Because some things, some things they just need to do, and we know that, right? Yeah. So I didn't even mm -hmm. ask. So I said, I've signed you up for ACT camp, and it's a whole week. It is here. You will, you're gonna ride the bus, and it's gonna be okay. You know what I'm saying? And she's like, "What?" I'm like, "Girl," and I had not already told her. But then when it came time, it's like drama queen, forgot whatever. Girl, you ain't telling none of my friends. Nope, I didn't, because I wanted you to be there by yourself. Because then I know that you would focus, right? Guess what? Yeah. She learned. She learned. Your mama knows you. So, so did I? Did I force? No, not really. Did I highly encourage? Yes. Um, but some things, if this, if there's a certain path that you want to take, then there's certain things that you're just gonna have to do, whether you want to do it or not, right? The nursing camp. I had to sign signed her up for that in the spring last year. We didn't talk about it. I had to pay the money. Then it came time, me reminding her, nursing camp's coming up. What do you mean? It's just, it was just a day. She's like, what do you mean, mom? I was like, girl, we didn't talk. And I really did talk about it. I shared with her when you said yes, I wouldn't have paid the money if you wouldn't have said yes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I said, so you, it left your brain when she got there. And um, of course, nobody she knew. And um, she enjoyed it. She learned mm -hmm. so much. Now, she did text me. Mom, um, we were talking about these HBCUs because there's three or four HBCUs that she's been researching and studying. You know, I, that was her. I told her, you do that. You mm -hmm. share it with me. We got a little shared note. So she's doing that. So she was just like, ask me questions, sending me texts. Okay, well, they're saying this kind of nurse and that kind of nurse. You know, she's texting me, asking me all these questions. You got Google on your phone. She's like, I'm doing that too, but I'm asking you. And I'm like, okay, but like y'all said, sometimes they've gotten so used to us being there and asking us all these questions. They mm -hmm. have to find that confidence in doing it themselves, reading and comprehending yeah. and understanding. You're, you're right there with all these nurses. Ask the questions, raise your hand. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. the braiding thing, um, she, she wanted to do that. Right. And so uh, it came across me. Somebody brought it to my attention. And I shared it with her and she's like, yeah, I want to do it. So she did. So, you know, it, it mm, it's kind of, it kind of goes both ways. I think it just depends on what it is. But um, for the most part, I do think planting seeds is different than telling them what they want to do. Um, I was listening to somebody this morning talk about how all the greatest people were told and taught directly. Michael Jackson, mm -hmm. Venus and Serena, uh, Tiger Woods, Michael mm -hmm. Jordan, and look how they turned out, right? Mm -hmm. So when I heard that this morning, I said, well, that's interesting, but did they have a childhood? Did they really get to enjoy being yeah. kids? We know Michael Jackson did not, right? Yeah. We know that. I don't want Michael Jackson, right? I want mm -hmm. her to still be able to enjoy being a teenager. Autonomy. Yeah. Right. yeah. I don't want yeah. her to be a soldier. You got to do this, do this, do this, and can't live and breathe. Like, I just don't want that for her. I want her to That's... be able to explore and, and yeah. be a kid. You know what I'm saying? So I think there is a 
fine line between planting those seeds and telling them what to do. I think sometimes we do have to strongly encourage, um, but I also feel like um, planting seeds is just what parents do, you know, whether Mm -hmm. it's about the birds and the bees and drugs and alcohol and making friends to the career path that you choose that may change a thousand times before you graduate from college. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but still introducing them to those likes. I don't think there's a problem like you that coming across your lap, um, Bethany, about the art camp or about the travel. Mm -hmm. You're bringing those things to her attention because they may not, it may not be in their face to know those things. So I don't think you're forcing now again if you think that it's something that especially the art stuff because you know that's something she likes um if you feel like it's something that she will um that you know will will enhance her in some kind of way i don't feel like there's a problem in in strongly mm-hmm. her, her to be the same as you know the fo- the photography camp you know so mm-hmm. um I, I think it's important for us to encourage and place things in their in their presence so they can be aware of what of what's out there for sure yeah i hear that the seed I try to plant with Naya is be open to to trying, mm-hmm. you know, open to trying mm-hmm. things that will further. Because yeah. if you like it, you like it. And if you don't, you don't. No, and no that's okay. No mm-hmm. off your back, you know. Right. But at right. least you try. You exactly. know. And so that's that's the that's the real seed trying to mm-hmm. plant there is because mm-hmm. you could pass up opportunities that could further you in the future. Right. That's but right. Just saying no to everything is mm-hmm. not helping you at all. So. Yeah, I I hear that. That was the purpose of like even like the school trip because she gets so weird about like different countries and stuff. She's like, "Mm -mm, I don't know what's over there. I'm like, girl. (laughs) Well, and and that's why I wouldn't even go. I wouldn't go on that because she she ain't no dumb behind it. She know there's so much going on now. If you were going with her, if you were going with her, I say shoot. Because I do, I would love to take Ava on a mission trip or somewhere like that. But I can't say that I wouldn't go with her. I would definitely yeah. have to go. At, yeah, at this they young to... age, I would definitely have to go with her. Yeah, she I, like... I, I ain't sending her to nobody's country. Like, <laughs> right, that's another country. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I went, I followed Naya behind her to D.C. When they said parents couldn't come and y'all fifth grade, I said, no, I'm going on up there. <laughs> <Hi>. <laughs> I, can't I stayed around the corner and I wasn't with them, but I stayed around the corner and she need me. I'm here. Okay. Exactly. So. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's crazy. That's what everybody's like. What are you going to do when, if she decides to go somewhere for out of Tennessee for college? And I was like, well, she didn't already say, well, mom, you can come, just come live there. And I'm like, girl, don't you want to get away from me? Like what? You know, but I, you know, I, we will, we, if she decides to go, um, it'll be okay because we do need yeah. that. She has That's to gain true. her wings, right? She's yeah. got to find her independence. She's got to bump her head. Life experiences happen. You know, I'm going to be devastated, heartbroken through the process, but it'll be all right. We'll make it, yeah. you know? So, yeah, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Miss um, um, Deborah is, she didn't respond in the chat, but I do want to, uh, res- um, she didn't respond in the group chat. She put this in the private chat. But she said, in order for them to know what is available, sometimes you have to present those things. And that that's true. Um, and she also said, plus, it does help with the fear of the unknown. And it does. It mm-hmm. does. That is the truth. Yeah. Let's see um, if we have any questions. I don't think we have any questions. Far. Um, okay. So um, do you want to know... Um, 
do are you all clear on what each other's triggers are um do y'all know what y'all's daughter's triggers are if they have any mm-hmm. um, and do they know what yours are and is that something that you all have defined with each other i don't know if she knows my trigger if she knows my triggers i i think that she knows when i'm not when i'm not going to be happy about something mm-hmm. um <laughs> and she knows what could i guess she probably does know my triggers again because um she kind of <laughs> knows like if i'm not going to be happy about something if a situation happens um she knows like she pretty much knows like how i'm going to react to it um as far as her triggers i definitely know what her triggers are um and because i know what those triggers are i definitely try to be mindful of like how i present things to her um or so albany has like anxiety and so um because and and it's it's with different things so like she is more so like social um which she's actually kind of like growing out of that a little bit um through some help um and so she's really like growing out of that a lot and so putting her in the spaces where she is at like her different art shows and stuff like that she does really well with um communicating about her art communicating to people um about art period and which which is a beautiful thing which also you know kind of confirms a lot of things of just like you know the purpose that you know her purpose in life um but um she still likes to know things ahead of time so one of the things that i learned about her is that where it's a little different for me i can kind of be a little all over the place and not always like i can kind of go with the flow type of thing she really ain't trying to do all that go with the flow type of stuff let me know where we going let me know that i'm about to leave at what time because i need to i need to kind of like she she's one of those she has to prepare her mind for it i need to set my mind mm-hmm. to what this is going to be and how you know all of these different things and so i try to like let people know that ahead of time um so that they understand like this is you know she feels uncomfortable when you just kind of like spur on the moment like hey this is what we about to go do because now she like okay i kind of had my mindset for something else mm-hmm. <laughs> um so like we I, I pretty much know her triggers and we've kind of like worked through a lot of those things um and like with her anxiety we've worked through a lot of those things she's grown a lot from those some mm-hmm. of those things but some stuff she like nope this is what i'm gonna need you to tell me because <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. i really i really don't want to go right yeah. <laughs> i have and I as an anxious child too. I, we had to do that growing up. Like, hey, we're going here, we're going there, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as like, I wouldn't say Naya. We've never talked about like what triggers. You know, I know from just watching her, like what affects her and stuff like that. And so um, I know when she's anxious. But mm-hmm. as far as for me, like, I'm kind of the same. When she knows I'm not playing, or when I've said my final say on something, she knows not to push it any further. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's usually not. I, I told you the answer. This is what it is, and mm-hmm. don't ask me again. And so she knows, like, when I say that, <laughs> I'm done. And mm-hmm. so she doesn't push. But, um, but as far as her, like, a lot of more her stuff is like the anxious, anxious mm-hmm. stuff. And I, I don't know if that that must be a girl thing. Um, yeah, Ava, Ava has it too. Has it too. Huh? Yeah. 
I said Ava has it too. She has anxiety. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if that's uh, like a single, just something kids in a single parent fa family because, right. you know, my, I try to keep her days very consistent growing up mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. I had work and she was having grandmas that's and then she'd come home mm -hmm. and kind of thing. So, but I think still, I, I just maybe some of the unknown, mm -hmm. like if a day didn't go as it was planned, right. you know, that makes sense. So, but, um, I think, and I think just the pandemic, social anxiety kicked up. I see mm -hmm. that. And so, mm -hmm. try to work yeah. out that the people pleasing and all that. We just try mm -hmm. to, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I, Ava and I have talked about triggers. Um, um, because of the, some of the things she experienced her first year and a half, um, of high, year, year and a half in high school, um, it, um, the, the anxiety was heightened and any type of um, physical anything was, you know, is alarming. Um, so, so during that season of her life, um, which we had started pivoting anyway, but just because, you know, you're, she's getting older, she's in high school you know, things are changing. I've got to, you know, uh, release this a whole nother level of trust, trusting her in spaces with peers and friends. And this is my baby. And, you know, mama bear is always right there and holding her clothes. And I didn't want her to be a kid that the mom held so close that when she got to high school, uh, college, she was buck wild. I didn't yeah. want my baby to be like that. I wanted I wanted to display a lot of what my mother did with us um, and my father, and that was trusting us, trusting us and always having communication. And we've always had great communication. That's not been nothing. I cannot say it's always been the, the best way of communicating. No, but we always tell each other how we feel, whether we happy, mad, sad, glass, screaming, or yelling, okay? Because I always wanted her to use her voice. But again, using it the right way, right? Advocate for yourself, right? So, um, so some of our triggers are for me is screaming. So just like yesterday, we was playing and we was playing, but she let out this god awful scream. And the next thing I know, I was like, and she moved in time, right? Because it's, it, she's like, Ma! I said, girl, but it's my reaction because I do when that screaming comes out. It's almost like I have to go, I go in defense mode, right? And we were just in mid-play, but my response was pop. Not if it would have been anybody. It could have been my brother or anybody. And it just, that response would have came out because I don't know if it startles me and I respond because it's not like I was even angry in the moment because we was literally horse playing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we was just, and her, as she moved, I was like, oh my God, you know, after the fact, I'm so glad you moved <laughs> I would have got her. I would have got her. And it really would have, I would have felt terrible. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that screaming, especially when it catches me off guard, I talk with my hands. But if we're in a strong debate, even in a calm way, if we're too close and I'm talking with my hands, that's a trigger for her. So I can't be that close to her. That's because of what she, what happened. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can't be that close to her talking too much with my hands, even if it's not a, we mad at each other type conversation, but you can tell the anxiety comes up in her, you know, mm -hmm. with that. Um, making sure we hear each other's voices. If she's trying to tell me something and I interrupt or 
start talking over her, she'll say, mommy, you're not listening. I'll shut up. But I tell anybody that if I accidentally cut you off, call me on it because I don't mean to because I don't want anybody to cut me off either. Right. Um, so that's something that we're very mindful of. And the same with her. If I say no and you keep asking me a thousand and one times and my eyes start getting big, she knows she better get going. So we we have had to create these healthy boundaries. And even though we horseplay and play, like I said, like last night, that that scream that she let out, like it was like react in that moment. And I just and I, I don't really know where that came from. I don't know why I feel that way, but I do not absolutely do not like for people to scream. You know what I'm saying? It just does something to me. Um, and she moved in the next time. Lord, I would feel bad, 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 bad. But, um, but anyway, we've talked about these things. This is something we we both started therapy um, her first freshman year in high school. I had started, and then she told me she wanted to start. So you know that though you know we was creating a lot of healthy boundaries, but being reaffirmed by the therapist helped a lot um, in 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 us being able to. Um, talk about what we like and dislike from each other and how we can do better at it, you know? So I hear, heard you say that your, um, Jessica, your daughter was a strong-willed, strong-willed as a little person. Well, mine wouldn't. She was easygoing, full of love all the time, didn't have temper tantrums, but she has temper tantrums now. And people mm-hmm. think I'm for being funny when I say that, but I, that is so real. Like, yeah. and I look at it like, what, what are you, why are you crying? Because she just does it in front of me. She ain't doing it at her daddy's house. And she def- she ain't doing it in front of my parents. And she might kind of try to cut up a little bit with mom, but not like she does with me, right? And even my I wonder person, if that's also a feeling of safety because yep, I she can feel like oh, of course. Like that cool yeah, of, course. Out, you know? of course, 100%. 100%. Uh, and I mean, she's even gotten so comfortable with my person that when we're on the phone she's done it a few times and at first it was almost like she she would try to hold it in because she didn't want to be embarrassed but like girl like you just too comfortable at this point i'm gonna need you to stop doing that you can be 16 why are you having a temper tantrum like no what and i asked her she's like oh, i just don't want you to tell me no <laughs> i tell you no more than anybody what are you talking about what 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 are you talking about? You know, and I'm like, girl, you've got to get over that. No is a part of life. You're going to hear no's everywhere you go. And what you going to do? I mean, she ain't going to have no temper tantrum from them people, but she probably will go somewhere and cry. Um, but I'm like, you will have to suck it up, buttercup. You know, find a different way to sort through those emotions. If you don't like no, you're going to have to figure out a different way, you know. So, uh, yeah, the, learning each other's triggers are good. Um, love languages is important. I did that. Found Ava's is uh, quality time. Um, and um, so, again, Ava's always been affectionate. She still comes and lays in the bed or across the bed with me. And we still enjoy our mommy-daughter times. Um, I try to be intentional and do some, do something with her once a month. Um, so again, I think that's something important to, to know about our, our girls too. Um, we have a statement. Let's see what it says. Um, um, Shakira said, do you feel the social media or technology craze has made social anxiety for your children worse? Absolutely. Maybe due to lack of face to face communication because we were all glued to our phones. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. um, especially coming right back off the pandemic. Um, mm-hmm. um, that first year back to school, I mean, even teachers was like, it is so hard to figure out how to yep. maneuver with these phones and these computers. And it's just almost like, what, what's going to happen? Like, what's going on? You know, I... I have always tried to tell Ava that, you know, yeah, you may have some virtual interviews, um, on the phone interviews, but you may still have some of those old school face-to-face in-person interviews. You've got to know how to talk to people. You've got to know how to speak and interact um, with people. Um, I do think that, that it, it was, it made it worse. Uh, from her freshman year compared to now, I have seen tons of growth, um, because her, freshman teachers were really big on us not talking, but the kids mm-hmm. talking. But yeah. if Ava felt intimidated by any of her teachers, you wouldn't get nothing out of her. She wouldn't say yeah. nothing to you. So I ain't get ready to let her fail because she's got this anxiety. So let me go ahead and communicate. Or my first thing was email her first, right? Then the teacher embarrasses her. Don't email me when you see me and can tell me. She said this out loud to Ava in class. So you really ain't getting nothing out of her. She's shut. She's down. Yeah. Completely. Mm-mm. But once she sees your aggression towards the other kids, so she's definitely not going to talk to you. And then you just embarrassed her. So it's yeah. a done. So I I had to switch her from one English teacher, African American, to another that she chose. Um, and she tried to start say, that same method, and I went on and just nipped it in the bud. You know, I'm like, let's have this teacher, uh, parent-teacher conference. She was even going to go call the other teacher. What you calling the other teacher for? She switched, I switched her out of an honors class to a yeah. regular class because of her uncomfortableness with her. She, what yeah. you know? That teacher don't have nothing to say to Ava. Like, yeah about anything she was never rude she was never disrespectful her grades was good like what's going on so that i that i understood that they wanted the kids to talk to them and i i agree with them i don't have no but if she's not comfortable that's that time when you meet the kids where they are right if if she wants to talk through email just respond to her through email until she builds that comfort with you you know so i do think that um the social media and this technology does play a part in anxiety. Having the pandemic definitely did not help. And um, I see it getting better, you know, as they've been back into school and, you know, it's less things through growth and maturity as well. So, yeah, I do. What do you guys think about that? That question. I totally agree. Yeah, we talk about that all the time in our house, like, and even with my brother, like um we we talk about that so much um i've talked with other moms and parents where they feel like social media has caused a lot of anxiety mm-hmm. and like the thing is like well albany so albany doesn't do like you know where she puts herself like on video and like start you know like do like she doesn't do like the trends and things like that she puts a lot of her art on video like her art on social media so she does a lot of that and she looks at but what she but I think what, when it comes to like that anxiety and screen, I think that that's, that's her, like, that's where a lot of her anxiety, part of the anxiety is mm-hmm. coming from is just screen period. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Because she watches a lot of videos and like over and over again. And so I think it's just too much. Um, she, and, and 
and I, I watch, but, you know, I look at tech to see, like, what all she's watching and all that kind of stuff or whatever. But sometimes, you know, like, a lot of these videos or whatever, you know, they talk about relationships and, you know, stuff. I mean, it's just, like, a lot of drama sometimes. And yeah. I think, you know, like, that right there can, like, you know, it seeps into them. You know, especially yeah. while they're still developing, mm -hmm. you know, and so I think mm -hmm. so there's a lot of times when I'm like, you know, I've been trying to be consistent and put her on a routine as where like you off your tablet, like you're done for, you know, two hours. We'll see about it. You know, like it has to be like an everyday mm -hmm. thing. So that and now that she's back in school, then, of course, she's not on it as much because mm -hmm. she's trying to do work. Um, and then typically she's like at soccer practice. Uh, leaving soccer, we'll, we'll usually be pulling up by this time mm -hmm. um, from soccer practice. So um, she doesn't have as much time to spend on the screen, but mm -hmm. I definitely social media videos, all this screen time period has caused a mm -hmm. lot of anxiety. And then, I mean, you know, I was a teacher. So, and I was a teacher during the pandemic. And so, I mean, like when, when it was time for us to go back in person, and I could tell that a lot of those kids were just like not used to being, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, that have like being talked to, like yeah, somebody yeah. communicating with them. They were constantly yeah. on that screen, whether it was like the teacher or it was like, here's your tablet, because at this point, I just need you to like be over here. Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. And you yeah. can tell. Yeah. Yeah. I think it really messes has messed with communication, interacting, mm -hmm. knowing how to like have conversation just in front of a person, you know, and then also, um, you know, just being able to, um, I guess. So I told I, I I put it to my daughter as like there's two people in this world now. There's watchers and there's doers, mm -hmm. you know. You got people just watching everything everybody else does and the people that's actually getting out here doing something, mm -hmm. you know. And so I think I feel like that's this age, that category that these people are in or her age is in now. It's like either you're watching or you're doing, mm -hmm. you know. And so which one, you know, I thought I was like, you can't be a watcher your whole life. You got to get that's out That's what I've been saying. A lot of them yeah. are watchers. A lot of them yeah. are watchers, honey, yeah. for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so yeah. I, yeah. That's that's true. That's that's good. Because um, they got, you know, they were getting complacent. They were getting, I can't mm -hmm. imagine if that would have lasted a whole nother year. They were getting too complacent, you know, yeah. and the learning was barely for some, you know, test scores in some cases didn't rise at all. Some stayed the same, but then you had some that dropped too, you know, and mm -hmm. Ava stayed the same. Um, that's where you had to really put the foot down. Yeah, I mean, but tell them you got to do this. Yeah, right. you know, and I mean, as much as she was doing the work, it wasn't meaningful because she didn't. She needs that in-person interaction. Yeah. She needs yeah. that. She needed that. So when I think that second wave of wanting to go, kids that could go back if they wanted to, she wanted to go back. You know, and I wasn't yeah. working from home at the time. I was in adult education, so I was having to be on the campus at that time. And just kind of making sure, and she was doing her work, she was getting it done, but still, like, she needed that. Really she learn needed much yeah, 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 yeah. Some people learn um, really well like that, but most kids do not learn well yeah, like that anymore. Yeah, I remember it wasn't until college or till I started my master's that I could really learn without yeah. somebody mm -hmm. directing me. You that's know? me too, mm -hmm. me too. Yeah, that's me too. Uh, one of my friends he said that. 
his son does well. He absolutely loves the online learning. Like, and it works for some kids, but Ava is a social butterfly. So she needs, yeah. although she doesn't outwardly make friends, that person to person interaction, she needs that, you know, that yeah. nurtures her in some kind of way. So, yeah. Um, what is the hardest thing about the relationship you have with your daughter or just being a parent, uh, uh, a parent to a teen? What is the hardest thing? Letting go. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> What'd you say? I said letting go, like letting yep. her be who yep. she's going to be. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's true Definitely statement. Yeah. 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 It's so hard because it's like, and, and then it's like navigating this world, making sure that they are going to be able to navigate this world that they are living in. Um, like they don't know and understand risk the way we understand it and it's just like i i have to let you go in this but i really don't want to let you go in this because it's like so many it's 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 just it's scary it's crazy out here it is it's so crazy and it's like you're thinking to yourself like have i taught it i i know like lately like it's like the older she gets the more it's like i'm like in a panic mode of have have i prepared you enough to be out here in this the last uh last time we the last session we did of this um your friend the one that then wasn't able to come on tonight she posed a question that really has stuck with me if i wasn't here anymore and have i do you feel like you could live without me Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that mm. really has stuck with me because yeah. I'm like, yeah. have I done what I need to do mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. make sure that mm-hmm. even though I ha- I know I haven't taught you everything, right? Because just unconsciously, we, we don't have a checklist of like teach, 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 teach. Yeah, yeah. You know, but unconsciously, have I have I taught you the basics of how to get through what you need to get through mm-hmm. and the tools mm-hmm. to, that right. you can pull some tools together to get yeah. through whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So. And, and, and Yeah, and that's real. And, you know, I, I have been a single mom the whole time, and that is something that has always lived in my brain. I have to prepare you for when I'm no longer here. And no no matter what age it is, no matter what age it is, I want to know that you're going to be okay, right? So letting her be a part, um, my person, he kind of laughs and says that my daughter and his sister's daughter has old souls because <laughs> because we are, we are, you know, older moms, but also um, it's just been us and our daughters for so long. Mm-hmm. And um, and I hope that in that the the values, the respect, the nuggets, the support, the conversations, the reality that I want her to live in, I hope that it will help her. I hope that all the fussing and the tools that I've given her in every moment that if she's ever faced with it, she can take her deep breaths and think. I remember when mom said da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Again, mm-hmm. taking those deep breaths, and we she has to do that when that anxiety gets high. Sometimes I have to say to her, "Breathe, just breathe." You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So I told her when I'm not around and you feel like you're getting overwhelmed, breathe, just breathe, mm-hmm. breathe, and say a prayer. Mm-hmm. And yes, Jessica, I think that is definitely you know a question. And even when my granny passed. Um, 
Ava was there every minute until the last mm -hmm. breath. I mean, mm -hmm. every minute. And at moments, I never questioned until the last breath and Ava let out this loud cry, but that's because her and Granny had been on each other's hip since she was born, right? Because she was mm -hmm. at the childcare center with her, da 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 da, da. And um, I was like, oh my God, do we need to leave? Did I make it? She's like, no, I just know I won't see my granny again. But now as her teenage self, she says, mama, that was that was pretty traumatic for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I knew when you let out that That's cry. That's that she has the she's able to put yes. her emotions. Yes. That's so five years ago, right, ten, as a 10-year-old versus a 15-year-old, and she's able to say that. But I said, so would you have wanted me to change it? Should you have stayed away? She said, I wouldn't have wanted wanted it any other way. I'm glad that I was yeah. there, you know. But I wanted what I want for her. Of course, I didn't know that Granny was gonna have her last breath in that moment. But I never wanted Ava to. I don't want her to fear death. I don't want her to mm -hmm. fear you. Yeah, you're gonna be hurt. You're gonna be devastated when Mama dies. You will. Yeah. But you can still yeah. live. You still need to go on, right? And yeah. uh, I need her to know that. And you can be okay. And you have the tools. But let me tell you something. I pray that God allows me to live until I'm 100 years old because I want to see grandkids, great grandkids. Yeah. I want to yeah. see college, like whatever it. career path you choose, get married. And I really pray that. I, I, yeah. I hope that He can keep me here, not just physically, but my mind and everything because yeah. I want to be present, you know, like that for her. And, and maybe, yeah, because she's my only child. But um, yeah, I don't want to miss out on those moments. I want I want to mm -hmm. be a part of every moment, as much as she wants me to be at some point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to be. Um, so yeah, um, I do want to ask one more question. I know we're at our time. Um, did everybody answer that? The hardest about, did we all answer that? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, um, so... Um, have you guys talked about um, choices and consequences with your girls um, in every spectrum, whether it's sex, whether it's drugs and alcohol, whether it's making friends, whether it's future? Have you all talked about choices and consequences? And was that an easy conversation, uncomfortable, or was it just a normal conversation? Because that's just kind of what y'all do. Um. So it depend it depended on what the conversation was. Which topic? Um, <laughs> um, if the conversation um was just like um choices and consequences about you know just like chores in the house or things that I've told you to do, then you know then that came out like well you know what this is, these are the consequences. This is what I asked you to do, and so like this is what happens. Mm -hmm. Um. I have had to kind of, and then like when it comes to intentional conversations um, with friends and stuff like that, it, it wasn't really uncomfortable. Um, it was like, it just needed to be talked about. Now, sex was a little uncomfortable, um, but now that, because we have it, because I try to like have that conversation with her more now, it's not uncomfortable because I just need to like keep reminding her mm -hmm. of this is what can happen. I just need you to know that this is what can happen. Do you understand that this is what can happen? I have kind of like um, transitioned or kind of um, steered the conversation a little bit of like, we have choices and consequences, but I need you to understand the why part. And can you explain to me why? 
um, there are like, you know, um, can you explain to me why I say these things to you? Or can you explain to me like, you know, why we have these conversations? Because I do. And I think it kind of ties back into the last question that was asked about um, the hardest part. I, the, the hardest part of, you know, again, is like, have I prepared you enough for this? And I think that sometimes there are certain parts of like there when you're having a conversation I think some with with your kids sometimes it has to go a little bit deeper than like you know these are choices these are consequences or like you're getting in trouble for this or not even or you know I'm telling you this but I need you to understand why because a lot of times they're thinking like and Albany has told me where you're just you know you, you tell me this because you just don't want me to do it no <laughs> it, that's really not why you know, or like, well, that's what you're my mom and that's what you're supposed to, you know, and it's like, no, not even at all. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I need you to understand, like, I'm telling you this because of this, like there's mm -hmm. safety that's involved with all of these things. Again, it goes back to risk. We know risk that they do not know. Mm -hmm. And so we tell them mm -hmm. this to protect them. And so like my conversation has shifted a little bit when we talk about like, um, when we talk about like these are the consequences, but I let's talk about the why behind it, and I need right. you to understand the why behind it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm the same way. I think um, I take every advantage to talk about choices and consequences, um, and I do it from all different angles. And I try to answer. I I, I think sometimes just being a therapist, I ask, I answer the question before it's asked. Like <laughs> when I see that I'm like, and I'm not just telling you because I'm your mom, I'm telling you because of this, 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 <laughs> you know? And so, but, um, but I, there was another little nugget that stuck another question like that stuck out to me. I don't forgot who said this, but uh, it was about, I'll tell her all the time, you get a choice. But you, once you make your choice, you don't get to pick the consequence or the, mm -hmm. or the, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Or the uh, or the praise, you know, you don't get to pick that part. And so, but understanding, like, my part is to teach her, like, okay, these are your two choices, but these are also what can follow. You do this, you're probably gonna get further. You do this, you're gonna put yourself back. So, um, I think I try to do that a lot, even in as we're now, she, you know, she's got a little boyfriend and wants to date, and so I tell her, like, look. <laughs> you know, you're you're only 15, okay? And you know, you got choices to make down the line and these choices got to be based off of you, not this relationship. So, mm -hmm, you know, so mm -hmm. I tell her, you know, those kind of conversations mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. uh, some are some are organic, they just come mm -hmm. about and others mm -hmm. are just like, look, I see you moving in a funny way. I got to let you know about yourself, you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> so so yeah, that's that's how I do it. <laughs> yeah, and no, and that's real. Um, I'm thankful because my mom, she she was so real with us when it came to just conversations. There was nothing that we could not talk to my mom about when we were teenagers, and that I appreciated so much. And that is the one thing that I definitely want. Like I said, carry over with my relationship with my daughter. She. I do trust that Ava tells me at least 95% of things. Confidently, I feel that way. Now, it could be, it's probably, yeah, she probably ain't, but I do believe that. And I have made it where she could always 
communicate with me and talk to me about something. Mm -hmm. um, making sure I respond correctly, right? Um, when she yeah. shares things that I, you know, that I'm cringing <laughs> on inside, but I, yeah. I, I'm thankful for that. Yes, she's got a little guy friend, she, he, which he hates when I say that. Miss Tabas, she's my girlfriend. Okay, whatever, Jeremiah, whatever. <laughs> so I, he, he hates every time I say it. So anyway, so they visit, you know, I let him come here. She ain't going over there. He, yeah. he can come here and visit. They can sit downstairs, right? But still, my nerves are like on 20. Like, I just can't take it. And she's like, your boy's not been over all summer, girl. You got to let me warm back up to it. He lived down the street. He lived like literally five minutes away, okay? I was like, girl, I got to warm back up to it again. You just got to just wait a minute, honey. Because I'm still yeah. not relaxed yet. I just, you know, and I'm right here. And they know, yeah. like, whatever. No blankets. Don't be getting too comfortable. Like, girl, all of it. And the same, and like I told him, the same energy I give Ava, you're going to get it. And if you can't handle it, then you can't be a part of this right here. I mean, even her daddy was like, we, we don't do dumb ass niggas now. We just don't do that. You know, like... <laughs> You gotta be on your stuff, right? Keep it up, yeah. you know. So anyway, it's um there's nothing that we haven't talked about. And when I say we are raw diggity, we raw diggity. And mm -hmm. that's just what it is because I need you to hear the real from me than these knucklehead boys or these silly butt girls that think they yeah. know what they're talking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, yep. and that's and part of the reason why yeah, yeah, and that's part of the reason why I wanted her to have a guy friend. Not that I wanted her to have one, but that I'm okay with her having one because I want to be able to walk with you through this process before you get to college, right? I want you to, mm -hmm. I want to be able to go through these experiences with you to be able to guide you and teach you and advise you on, you know, how maybe I would handle the situation or when you see red flags, I need you to be in tune with these red flags, right? right. Um, don't just let it sweep it under the rug, you know? So mm -hmm. um, we do, we talk about everything. Um, and I, I'm so thankful that she trusts me enough uh, to talk to me about that. Her girlfriends know, and you know, they, she said, um, especially when she was in Hillsboro, she was like, mama, all my friends say, your mama be doing too much. So. I'm well, like, that's what I tell now. I'm like, I'm not that mama. Am I doing too much is you're, you're 14. You're not riding in the car with nobody to the game. You're 14. Yep, yeah. That's not happening. I'm doing too much. Yeah. I'll take it. Sorry. Yeah. No, you're yeah. not riding to the store with nobody yet. No, at that time. No, you're not doing any of that. I'm doing too much. Yeah. I'm okay with it. Your curfew yeah. is at 10 o'clock. Mm -hmm. I ain't doing too much. That's your curfew, right? right? So if that is me doing too much, then I'm doing too much. I'm okay with yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. um, but the, the close ones, they know, and they like, yes, Miss Tavis, they know stranger danger. What does that mean? They they read it off the list. They tell me what should you do. What should you do? They know it all. That now make sure you yeah. practice it if something crazy happens. You know, one of her yeah. friends, she's driving now, so she brings Ava home after school. Which of course she's just down the street now, so it's no big deal. But like last week, they had a couple games, and can Mama, can we go? <laughs> yes, please be careful. I got them in a group text. Da -da -da, after school, travel, blah blah. Make sure that you know they know, yeah. and they know that I love them just as much. I'm gonna take care yeah. of them. They mamas trust that whatever I say is out of love. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, um, I do think it's important to have those conversations, and none of them have been uncomfortable. Now, what gets uncomfortable is if she asks me if I have in some areas, and then I'm just like, <laughs> "Girl, that's too much. That's too right. much." 
That's too much. Well, we got I, there. I, I, I do enter that into that myself because I mm-hmm. realize the value of her understanding that your mom's mm-hmm. not perfect either. Yeah. Right? And that's why yep. I can tell you this, right? Yeah. Yep. And so right. understanding the consequence because I live the consequence. Yeah. I don't want you to have exactly. to live yep. the consequence. That is right. So, that is right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, yep. and, 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 and yeah, to that, but something, my baby, that's why I said that. How comfortable with her mom? <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah, so and I'm like, you don't answer. You don't answer. She Already know, ah, oh, you did, you did, you know. So, like, what I, I don't go there, I don't have that conversation. You don't need to know details, yeah. okay? Like, just fall back, sister. But I'm yeah. thankful that she's comfortable talking to me about these things. Um, so yeah, so yeah, so we are 16 minutes over, which is quite normal when we have these conversations. Um, I think yeah. we might have got through five or six this time, but that was better than the last time. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so just to close out, if you all were in a space with other single moms that um, maybe ha- their girls aren't yet teenagers, what are what are three things that you would share with those mothers uh, as they enter teenage um, teenage years with their with their teens? Three pieces of advice. Don't forget that you were a teenager. Facts. <laughs> I was actually a good teenager. I have to say that. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> I was too. So I, I was that, like, <laughs> I wasn't bad. <laughs> oh, your your birthdays the same as no Aubrey and Ava's birthdays are the same. When is yours, Bethany? January twenty first. Okay, you're close to my mom. Okay, okay, okay. Go ahead. Um, I think another one would be um, just know, know like that they are their own individual person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that if you know that, then you kind of understand them a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it also ties back into the fact that like you were a teenager. Sometimes I think about like uh, my mom and I, when I was growing up, um, we were different teenagers. Like she was a different teenager than I was a different mm-hmm. than I was. Mm-hmm. Um and so sometimes I felt like I don't think you really like understand me like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like not really. Mm-hmm. And so but that's okay. And like, you know, as and having a teenager myself and understanding like, you know, she may be a different teen than I was, like that's cool. Like, but still know that she's a teenager. Um, mm-hmm. but and remember that you were too. Um I don't know a third thing yet, but those are definitely like two that I would share. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Go ahead, mm-hmm. Jessica. I would say affirm, affirm their feelings, even if you don't get why they're having them, affirm them to make them feel heard and, mm-hmm. and then discuss why they're having the feeling. Um, allow your child to tell you where they feel uncomfortable with you, like, and why, you know, of course, when I, I think when I say that and parents hear that, they're like, they ain't going to tell me about myself. No, it's not telling you about yourself. Like, it should always be done in a respectful way. But have that open dialogue to where your child can tell you, like, hey, mom, like, this makes me uncomfortable that we do this. Because, you know, I didn't realize I had bad boundaries. I won't say, I won't say they were bad, but I had to fix my boundaries in some places with Nia mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. based off of a, a therapist session, too. And because I realized it, that 
that structure came from with me and my mom. And I had to fix, I'm having to fix boundaries there too. Mm-hmm. So um, just understanding it because it just makes them a better, it's going to make them a better adult and setting mm-hmm. boundaries with other people. That starts at your home. So, um, and then the third thing was, I would just say, have fun with your team because they're not going to be uh-huh. in your home much longer. So, you know, have fun with them, enjoy them. Even though on the, I know for girls it can be hard, the days their <laughs> moods are up and down, but just have fun and do something yeah. that they enjoy so that they know you're invested in it. Right. You know, right. Um, outside of work, school, and mm-hmm. school, you know, or right. whatever right. they're functioning and have this happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think my three would first and foremost uh, make sure that the doors of communication um is uh, they're always open mm-hmm. um with your team from the time that they are tots up until forever um because that's something that starts early um so yes making sure the doors of communication um are always open um the second one would be um um, instilling morals um, and values. Um, I oftentimes say that um, um, there's a lot that's changing in the world, but respect, morals, and values remain the same. Mm-hmm. Um, um, instilling those because they need it. They need it with you. They need it with friends and families. It helps create boundaries. It gives them, a, um, to me, a secret strength. Um, that maybe some other kids don't have. Um, and, and that's a part of building their character, right? That's a part of building their character and their integrity as well. Um, last and not least, if you have um, a spiritual belief system, um, making sure that they are definitely involved uh, and grow in that. You guys together grow in that. Um, whatever your spiritual beliefs are, just instilling those same beliefs in your in your in your child for sure. Um, yeah, I think that's what I have. Um, so yeah, that's all I have. Um, so thank you, ladies. Thank you, ladies, um, for being a part of tonight, Bethany. I'm glad you got to join us this time. Yeah. Um, please let your mom know that, uh, yes, we definitely want to have her on. So you guys shoot me some topics of interest that she may be interested in. And, um, we will, we will get some, some dates figured out for her. And, um, yeah, thank you guys. Y'all make sure y'all share it and, uh, with y'all's people on your social media pages and, um, I think that's all. That's all I have. So you guys have a great week and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. 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 Let me end.